Modern. 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 We're prepping for a voyage. Modern. The force of an old-fashioned equals whiskey mass times bitters acceleration. Why don't you make that a double? Modern Bar Cart. What's shaking, cocktail fans? Welcome to Modern Bar Cart Live. I'm your host, Modern Bar Cart CEO, Eric Koslick. Thanks for joining me for our inaugural holiday gift guide episode where we give you a rundown of what's cool and giftable in the spirits and cocktail space so that you can dazzle your friends with your gifting savviness or, hey, maybe even toss a link to your significant other so that they get you exactly what you want this year. This, of course, is a live episode, so we're not going to drag out this intro, but I do want to share just a couple things before we jump in. First, we talk a little bit about boozy advent calendars in this show, and generally, I'm not a fan of them, but we did have a listener at Starstraff on Instagram send over a really cool DIY advent calendar she made using a bunch of stuff that's very easy to source just around the house or at the supermarket or craft store. So despite our generally negative review of Spiritus advent calendars, please do head over to the show notes page for links to some of the advent calendars out there that we do think do a decent job, as well as a breakdown of that craftier DIY approach. Second, keep in mind that a few of the products we list are actually things that we've just recently onboarded specifically for the holiday season. I will tell you that if you're looking at grabbing our Art of the Cocktail kits, those will probably be listed on the site maybe a day or two after this episode drops because we've had so many cocktail glasses and bar tools taking their sweet time to get to us. And when I say sweet time, I mean we ordered them months ago and they're still not here. So we do apologize Um, Also, we sold out of the premium cocktail smoker kits in just three days after the live stream, but when we do get to that whole cocktail smoking segment of the show, you'll see we do have some of the regular smoker kits without the butane torches that are still available. Finally, the last day to place an order to ensure that everything's going to get to its final destination safe and sound before Christmas is going to be December 17th, 2020, so don't delay. Place your order soon. With that, get yourself ready for a holiday syrup, cocktail smoking, barrel-aged good time as I sit down with Modern Bar Cart co-founder Ethan Hall to review some of the best holiday cocktail gifts of 2020. All right. All right. Are we live? We are live. Uh, it, It appears that unless I've done something wrong yet again, we are live on all of the correct channels at all the correct volumes and perhaps even some of the correct resolutions, although that was something we were fighting with here early on. Ethan Hall, how the hell are you? Uh, Well, after watching that, I got to say I am in no place to complain about the state of my life or the organizational qualities of it. So, you know, thank you for giving me that reality check cause as we went to set up this studio. Yeah, it's, uh, you can see a little bit of it on IG Live, but uh, it's, it's, uh, it's quite the quite the little setup we have here. Let's see if our soundboard works, because that's one thing we didn't actually uh, check yet. Whoa, 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 whoa. Okay, okay. I didn't realize we were getting live applause here, too. Yeah, um, we are. And uh, yeah, so like I said, we're, we're trying to do a couple of things better every time we do this. So now we have a soundboard. I'm going to try not to abuse it, although uh, we are flying solo today without a producer. So I can't make any promises for uh, for future episodes here. So we're doing a holiday gift guide. 
and uh, I've been waiting for a long time to do this. It's actually been incredibly difficult to source some of this stuff, but finally, here we are. Uh, it is Sunday. What's the day? Is this like December, December 7th? 7th, I think. It is the 6th. It's the 6th. All right. Well, it feels like I've aged about three years in the past week, so I'm not worried about messing up some dates here. So the, by the 7th or 8th, we should have um, all of this stuff up on the website. We already have uh, a couple of these things that we're about to showcase. Um, but uh, before we jump into some of the stuff that we have, uh, I wanted to see if we could maybe kick off this holiday gift guide by speaking in general about gifting bottles for the holidays because it's it's definitely something that's tempting to do. Generally, bottles, no matter what your price point is, there is a bottle at that price point that you could give. So for me, they're generally fairly attractive gifting options. I know that, that you and I often will swap bottles back and forth on festive and non-festive occasions. Um, so how do you think about what's a good bang for your buck when gifting a bottle to somebody? I break it down to a few parameters. One is, am I trying to do like a host gift to someone for their holiday party? That gives me more of a range of, let's just make this a crowd pleaser. So, you know, think about what your price range is. I think you can get a very solid what I'll call like a familiar bottle, like a maker's mark. I'm not trying to drop brands, but you know, your traditional nice-ish looking bottles of whiskey, cognac and the like. But one of the nice things, if you're traveling a distance or if you're just trying to, you know, put a little more thought into it, think local. Uh, your local distiller, if you've got one, is a great place to start or something in your region I would say play with that because even if you're wrong, at least there was a little more thought behind it. Mm -hmm. That's something that I actually do with my stepbrother. Uh, he is big into beer. So what I'll do is before Christmas, I'll, you know, put together an eclectic six pack from DC because, you know, he's always on untapped and stuff like that, you know, tick, ticking off beers, uh, as our good friend, uh, David Brenton likes to say, ticking them off. Uh, and so I'll bring him some stuff that he hasn't had from down here. And then he'll grab me some stuff from Massachusetts and we'll just do a swap. It's not even like so much a, like a gifty thing. It's sort of like a beer swap. So yeah, I like the local angle. And, you know, one of the things that I tend to think about around the holiday season that I generally go com the complete opposite direction on for the rest of the year is bottle prettiness. Uh, you know, there's something to be said for a nice bottle of Bombay Sapphire. It's a very pretty bottle. You know, it reminds me of the color of some of those blue Christmas lights. Um, and right. That's kind of where I was going with the wax or any of those things. If you've got a nice or a nice label on there, I'm already in the main shot cause you should Back yeah. it up. Let, let everyone see your pretty face. Uh, the other nice, the other nice way to go for it. And again, um, since I'm betting he's watching right now, our friend Russell would always say, if you've ever lived outside the U.S., especially in countries that don't drink a lot of alcohol, it's kind of like Johnny Walker Red from Duty Free becomes its own sort of currency. Mm. And so there are some of those really recognizable international brands that. I think if you got, you know, you got to think your inside joke angle with the with the recipient. But I'm not Emily Post. I'm not going to go down the how do you how do you you know put thoughtfulness into a gift? How do you put personalization into a gift? I think there's a long range, but as low as like twenty or thirty bucks, you can get a really nice thing. The other thing I would say if you're um, price conscious or if you want to get a few things, a lot of these distillers will do those. You know, either 375 ml or even the 
what would normally be kind of the little flask sized bottle to, um, you know, put in your pocket while you're walking around on a cold day. We don't do that here. Um, no, of course not. Some of your nicer distilleries, something like one eight in our area yeah. actually has special releases that only go in small formats. Those are great, especially because it lets the person just bust it out on a special occasion, enjoy it and it's done. Yep, totally. And uh, I was just on a, a call at sort of a Google Meet. Um, one of the other people who was sort of presenting to this large group of spirits enthusiasts was Sandy Wood from 1A. And uh, they're actually launching a bourbon liqueur, uh, which is not a bourbon cream liqueur, though. Um, so it's it's probably closer to like a Drambuie meets bourbon. Okay. So um, like a rock and rye, but... Kind of, I think it's, I, I didn't get all the specs and, uh, this was not a big Q and a type thing, but anyway, uh, yeah, uh, one, eight, a great choice around here in DC for sure. And they do have like lots of those small things. Uh, I know that, um, for example, uh, Republic restoratives is doing bottled cocktails to go. Right. I know our friends at 10th ward are doing ready to drink canned cocktails, actually using our bitters. They've got a, they've got a corpse reviver. And then I can't remember exactly off the top of my head what the second one that they have is, I think it's a penicillin but um, they had trouble getting it passed through because penicillin is medicine and you can't call booze medicine. Um, you know, so anyway, I think- How long got, have you been sitting inside your house? I'm pretty sure in the last nine months I would beg to differ. Yeah, yeah. Um, so anyway, the, the, yeah, there's a lot of options in terms of like, if you want to give somebody something that is not just a straight up bottle of liquor, you can do that too. But I wanted to hit before we get into some of the, like the ice things, the mixers, the glassware options that we have here and some of the, um, fun new kits that we've got Dun dun dun. Um, I want to talk about two other boozy things. One would be engraved bottles and the other is, um, the, advent calendars uh which one of those do you want to start with all right let's talk engraved bottles there are some distilleries that will do this for you i actually think it's pretty nice i uh i got an engraved bottle for being in someone's wedding that was a really thoughtful thoughtful little thing wasn't uh you know it's a pretty sourceable bottle of whiskey but the addition of you know personalizing it with a date a name and everything else you know, a very thoughtful gift. Some distillers will do this for you in-house. I really love that because in this case, you know, you don't want to be running around doing multiple steps on your gift. Let's just be, let's just be real. Yeah. Uh, 1.8, I believe is also doing that sort of thing. And so this is where you're going to want to head to social media and maybe just do a quick survey of your favorite local distilleries. If they're doing these events, they're going to have them on social media or on their newsletters. And I'm not saying that you need to go out and subscribe to all these newsletters. I do mostly for sort of like a recon type thing so that I don't miss something big that I otherwise, um, you know, would miss. But, um, yeah, I, I get a lot of newsletters and around this time of year between Thanksgiving and Christmas and the, the other holidays is generally when you're going to see those sort of events pop up sort of like swing by or you can even, like a lot of them due to COVID have e-commerce setups now, which is kind of good because you can just like enter in the notes who you want to inscribe it to. It's, it's actually really easy and it can be done contactless. So yeah, I like I like the inscribed bottles or the engraved bottles. Um, and let's talk a little bit about advent calendars because I think they can be done well, but I think they're generally done poorly. Have you ever had a liquor or wine or booze-based advent calendar? I'm going to say no. I get the idea. You put the little nip size bottles, the airplane bottles, if you will, into the different slots. But I feel like, are you going for variety? Because that's a lot of different 
It's a well, lot of different shit to put in there. I know, I know. So like the the one, actually the one I will give give credit to just for um like sheer, like don't give a damn. Like there are wine advent calendars where it's just a 24 rack of wine and you bust out a bottle every day. Oh, I'm down for that. And so it's like, all right, if you're going to go that hard, yeah, mad respect. But uh, so, yeah, so generally what you're going to be seeing in these advent calendars. And I, I have never had one because I just, I, I don't know, I can't really justify the bang for the buck. And nobody I know, like who is in it, the gifting mood for me is like, they, they generally know what I like. So they get me just what I like. So it's, it's been one of those gifts that I've sort of been skipped over, I guess, for the past couple of years. But in my travels online, and we will post uh, on the show notes page for this episode uh, a set of links for some of the good ones. Um, we're going to put together some of the better done ones, I, I, and I'm going to give you a variety. So, like, if you've got a gin lover, we're going to give you a pretty good gin advent calendar that's that covers different bases. If, if you're a whiskey lover or you're shopping for a whiskey lover, ditto there. Um, generally, they're gimmicks, uh, and you can sort of tell based on the price point, like the, the less expensive it is, like if, if it's less than like $80, I mean, that's a lot of booze. It's a lot of booze. So it's like, if you, if you want a good advent calendar, you're going to have to shell out. And to me, that's sort of where it prices itself out of me being interested. Because if I get, for example, like a gin advent calendar, I don't want a gin drink every night for 25 nights. Right. So, so like I'm already behind. Whereas like the little, like when I was a kid, I had the advent calendars with the chocolate in them. And can you have a small medallion of chocolate every night after dinner? Yes. Especially as a kid, you know? Uh, And so that's where I kind of see this concept being a little bit weird with adults because it's like, how depraved can you be? I mean, thanks for ruining your Christmas present, but it was just going to be a handle of vodka with lines on it for every day leading up to the holiday. Well, we've got a clear jug in the other room that we can just draw some lines on. So I, yeah. I, I think that's fine. Uh, yeah, that's just, a, that's just giving you, giving you an idea of pacing. That's, that's an ounce. I mean, a regular 750 ml bottle of spirits is, yeah, it's 25 ounces. It's an ounce a day. So maybe, uh, if you're too cheap to get an ad, ad, actual advent calendar, maybe just, uh, get a piece of painter's tape, get a bottle and then, uh, do the little striations so that, that you're, uh, so that your friends can, uh, can drink to the appropriate levels. So, uh, again, I'm not a big fan of advent calendars, but if you're looking like I could see if someone's like, if, if you're in conversation with someone who's like, man, I just really want to learn more about X spirit. I mean, that's an amazing gift. If you have the cash to shell out and you think that they're actually going to benefit from that diversity, just for me, from a practical mixing standpoint, from a practical sipping and tasting note standpoint, it's just not, not doing it for me. So so if you're planning on getting Eric Koslick a booze-based gift this year, all you uh, people out there in social media land, engrave a bottle for him. Yeah, don't even do that. Just just get, just get me a bottle. Yeah, um, and want to really quickly return to this, and then we should get into some of the goodies that we're going to put yep. on display, is thanks to the relaxing in regulations in a lot of pretty much the whole country at this point for booze, you can ship alcohol via e-commerce. So with everything going on with uh, just having to leave your house and endanger your life potentially to go ship something, put it on someone else. Just go directly to the producer. See if they'll ship. Most of them are happy to do it. Yep. If not, there's usually a liquor store that will do it for you. 
And you should also, before that, like if you want to set expectations, you should try and figure out if the person you're gifting to lives in a state or jurisdiction that tends to be cool about that sort of thing, or if they tend to be jerks about that sort of thing, that will basically give you a sense of how easy it's going to be to get it to them. So anyway, that's the booze side of things, but I really wanted to get into some of the the mixers side of things. We've got a couple of things right here. I want to start off with um, by just kind of uh, promoting our variety packs and, and gift sets. We've got a couple of awesome variety packs and gift sets. Obviously, if you're familiar with Modern Bar Cart, then you're probably familiar with our Bitters variety packs, which I'll grab right here. So, Ethan, you can show that to the camera. Uh, this is sort of what a variety pack looks like. We'll have uh, the Essentials line, of course, and the Heritage Collection, you know, available in variety pack format. And you know, these are these are great. It's $19.99 and $24.99 respectively. So it's a it's it's a pretty affordable gift for your, you know, anybody who's sort of starting out their home bar. And then we also, of course, have our 100 ml bottles. Ethan, show off the 100 ml aromatic there. So these are, you know, if you've got like a, an old fashioned enthusiast, or if you've got like a Manhattan martini enthusiast, you know, these are the types of things that you can give. And these are just like 11.99 a pop. These are sort of in stocking stuffer territory. And um, so, all of those, all, all eight flavors that we produce are going to be available on our site, modernbarcart.com, and you can pick those up. We ship them right out for you, straight to your doorstep, and we've actually had really, really low breakage rates. It's, uh, it's been, we've, we've really improved our ability to ship glass and, and liquid and all that stuff, so um, yeah, uh, I, I just brought uh, about a dozen, dozen orders to UPS before we, we did this, so Anyway, the next variety pack I wanted to show off is right here, uh, courtesy of Element Shrub. Yeah, so if you are looking for either a no ABV option, if you want something a little bit different, if you've got a friend or family member who's a little bit more on the, we'll just say the granola side, but really <laughs> this is a pretty it's a pretty nice novel thing for a lot of people. I mean, Element Shrub is older than we are at this point, right? We started around the same time. I think we both started about 2015. Um, so yeah, uh, friend of the podcast, Charlie Birkinshaw, um, he has created this. So we have two bestseller packs, or uh, ra rather two variety packs. One is the bestseller pack. Um, that has the chai pear, the ginger lime, and the lemon mint. And then what we have right here is the tropical variety pack, which is my favorite. Uh, it's got their grapefruit, vanilla, pineapple, turmeric, and honeydew jalapeno. Um, and one of those things that I love, you know, sort of like Christmas in July. Well, what about summer in the winter? You know, I, I love busting out those sort of tropical type flavors, especially around the holidays mostly because there's so much great citrus in season. Citrus tends to be that upside down type of thing where it's in season when it seems like it should be out of season, but that's just because it doesn't grow up here where it freaking snows. Yeah. So, um, yeah, yeah, so those are the, the variety packs that we have. And, uh, we'll, we'll talk about a little bit about kits in a few minutes here, but the other thing that I'm super excited to share is that Tori from, um, uh, Pratt Standard with their various cocktail syrups uh, has just come out with a number of eight ounce bottles. Now we've been carrying a bunch of their 16 ounce bottles on our site and those are great. I mean, super great value. You get a ton out of it. However, if you're not quite sure if you, that you want, if you are going to like a flavor, it's better to have a smaller bottle at a lower price point so you can test it out before you commit to the big boy. So very excited that she has come out with some of these uh, smaller bottles and actually what we've got here is we have a new flavor, and this is this. We're actually not going to carry this all year round. It's the cranberry orange syrup, 
And uh, so it's basically a rich, simple syrup base. It's got that Demerara sugar. And then, you know, it's got the beautiful cranberry and orange flavors. Of course, these are sort of things that we uh, associate with the holidays. So whether you are the host who's going to be creating a holiday punch, like you could just use this as the sweet in your holiday punch and design an entire recipe around using this whole eight ounce bottle. That's a completely valid thing to do. That's the sort of thing that I'm actually going to sort of plan to do for my Christmas. Otherwise, I just it's, it's super, super exciting to me that we have these smaller bottles. Yeah, and we're actually, uh, I'm going to just blow it up now. We're going to be using this in a few minutes just to kind of give you an idea of what you can make with these less, I don't even want to call them esoteric types of syrup, like a cranberry syrup, pretty normal. Yep. Um, but, you know, this is almost like, I would call it like a festive seasonal grenadine almost. Kind of, yeah. I mean, the um, cranberry and the pomegranate kind of play in a similar taste space, mm-hmm. a little bit different flavors. But because she uses those Turkish pomegranates in the grenadine, it does have a bit more of that sour profile. Right. So, yeah. Um, well, why don't we get to that thing we were going to make? Because it's going to be a bit of a production. What we're, can I get? Yeah. Yeah. So, well, get get some ice. Get three cubes in your glass here. I think three cubes is, is going to do us. All right. And uh, what we're going to show off right now is we're going to make an old fashioned. So Ethan, I'll let you kick it off. Why don't you just do um, half ounce of the syrup and uh, two ounces of the bourbon, a few shakes of the bitters. Go ahead and make yours first. Now, what I like to do when I'm using a syrup in an old fashioned is I like to do the syrup first because what happens is that the spirit acts as sort of like the washer and it kind of cleans any of that excess syrup out of the jigger. So we've got a half ounce of the Pratt Standard Cranberry Orange Syrup here. So we're making basically a cranberry orange old fashioned. All right. And then we've got- uh, A bourbon. Bourbon. You'll see that I shop at Costco based on the, the size of this bottle. We're gonna talk about these sexy mixing glasses that are sitting behind here in a few minutes, but we're actually making these in the glass for a very specific reason that, that will be revealed in just a moment. Oh my God, this looks, so I just want to point out the color. This looks like a Christmas sweater. This, uh, so these glasses, which you can actually find on modernbarcard.com. Well, while they're still in stock, cause these have been hard to get back in stock. So we only have a limited number of the Acopa Gardenia rocks glasses. Bah, bah, bah. It's got a nice little star pattern here. It looks like a Christmas sweater with that red cranberry syrup in there. You yeah, have add a couple dashes of the essentials line aromatic bitters. Yeah, man. And why don't you go ahead and... I'm going to get those bitters right in there in my glass. Go ahead and mix yourself up one. And then I'll give this guy a, as we all know, a little, a little stir. Now, are we selling these uh, these spoons on modernbarcard.com? Not this model. Uh, we've got one. We do have a, we do have a, a bar spoon. Um, I'm hoping that bar spoons, <laughs> it sounds it sounds like a, uh, a bit of a... A silly aspiration. It's like, man, I'm really excited for 2021 for bar spoons. <laughs> um, but I'm, I'm actually, um, I'm hoping that we can actually get some exclusivity deals with some partners because bar spoons are one of those things where I can get them like at a price point that you would want to pay for them, but I can only get very limited styles and sizes. And with bar spoons, like at home, like this, this is about a foot long, like this right. one. And for whatever reason, the ones that we can get wholesale right now from most distributors are like way longer. And it's just, you can't even fit that in a silverware drawer. It's or like probably a, for these, it's, I mean, I'm thinking this has to do with professional, professional use, 
large shakers, large mixing pints. It is really obnoxious, but the point is, like, one of those things that for the aspiring cocktail enthusiast in your life, it is really nice to get them a solid bar spoon, a good set of, uh, a good, you know, measuring jigger, a good set of uh, mixing glasses. These are all things that we stocked on here because I keep buying new mixing glasses in part because I keep breaking old mixing glasses, but also because we're always trying to find better gear that we can optimize for making drinks at home. Yeah, and, and the bar spoon the bar spoon that we do offer currently, the nice thing about it is that it has that fork tip on the back end, mm-hmm. so it's really great for skewering those brandy cherries or those olives. Um, so it does have a great utility factor, and it has the great size factor. Those are the two things I was optimizing for the existing bar spoon, but again, hopefully in 2021, we'll be able to get even more options. That's sort of the thing I want to do in 2021 is get a few other categories in there. We're definitely lining up some flasks, some really cool flasks, but I just want to get more variety so that if you go on the site and you don't see the color or the material or the style that you want, then in 2021, you'll be able to come back to the site and be like, oh, cool. They've really, you know, opened up the number of options that they have. And we've actually done that in the mixing glass category, which we'll get into a second here. But first, Ethan, why don't you, uh, why don't you tell folks while I prep, why don't you tell folks why we made these in the glass? All right. So we're making these in the glass for two reasons. One, because glasses are clear and made of glass, we can showcase the ice that went into them. So we are going to be bringing out a certain ice making system that's a little bit over the top, but yeah. um, it is fitting of our uh, co- of my co-founder Eric Kozlik. Actually, let's um, let's do that right now. All right, you want to uh, start there? Yeah. So this is the I'm not exactly sure how to pronounce it, but it's it's pronounced uh, D ice here. Actually, I want you to show that to the or it's spelled it's D spelled, ice. It's spelled like dice, lowercase D, capital I C E. Now what it is? It's an insulated container. With a set of silicone, 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 yeah, yeah, silicon being the um, microchip thing. So what this is is it's effectively like a very nice, almost like cooler, with a silicone liner here that pops out, and a and an ice cube tray that has some holes in the bottom of it. And what we're trying to, what they were trying to do when uh, making this ice system, is replicate a lot of the we call it DIY methods that. A lot of bartenders uh, had figured out to make crystal clear ice. So what you're able to do is you're able to get, what, 3, 6, 9, 12, 15, 18 perfectly clear transparent ice cubes at home. Pretty reasonable price. We are carrying those on modernbarcart.com, right? We, we're not. I, I do want to carry some more ice stuff. Uh, we do have the um, the uh, two by two inch ice silicone ice cube trays. That's what I use most in my life. Now these, just a couple of things to note on this. This is actually courtesy. I was gifted this courtesy of one of our listeners, Adam from Texas. I get a lot of great use out of it. And so that's why I wanted to bring it on our gift guide just to send some love their way, because I think it's an actually good product. So this isn't just about us. It's about getting people you love good gifts. Uh, now the 18 cube tray here is the three centimeter by three centimeter. And those are the ice cubes that you see in our glasses right now. If you see that they're not perfectly clear, that's cause I froze them too fast. I've gotten some work done on my freezer. I supercharged it, baby. And I just need to turn the temperature down, uh, as the ice freezes slower, they, they, it does make perfectly clear cubes. So, um, for what it's worth, if you end up picking that up, that's the move to do. Now, now what the heck are you doing over there? Now, he's it, pouring wood chips into a mesh that is suspended over his glass. 
Well, it's 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 like a wood dust. It's like uh, it, it's coming out of a little tin, like you see, like the like chewing tobacco, or like uh, I remember when I was a kid, there was like there was like jerky, like little pieces of jerky that kind of imitated chewing tobacco and was sort of this size and relative consistency. So what we've got here is the fog hat cocktail smoker. And we just, we just picked these up here. We'll let you show that. So, so, uh, I'm, what we're going to do here is, is we've got this, we've got a cranberry orange old fashioned featuring a wintry special syrup from Pratt standard. We've got the rocks glasses that we carry. We've got clear ice with a product that I really love. And now we're going to smoke this bad boy on air. We do, uh, we're gonna, we're carrying these in a couple of different formats. Uh, one format is just going to be the smoker itself that comes with a little tin of fuel. Uh, switch the camera back to me so you can see. So it's, it's, it's this smoker type thing right here. And it comes with a little tin of fuel as such and then a topper, and you'll see how this works in just a moment. We also have one that comes with a small culinary torch. Uh, we can't include the butane with it, but you can get butane pretty much anywhere, uh, unless you live in California, then it's a little bit trickier. But they start all those fires there anyway, so maybe I, if you live in California, maybe you should just stay away from flames and stuff like that for the time being until it cools off. But uh, but yeah, so we do have a kit that comes with a culinary torch and then two tin, two other tins. So you get three tins of fuel with that. So we have a couple different price point options for that. And I once had a culinary torch and I got so fed up with it because it stuck a little bit and just ended up burning out an entire thing of butane while getting super hot and I couldn't get it to unstick from the setting that I decided I was going to sort of upgrade my my torch here. So I'm, I'm about to introduce uh, something that's a little bit terrifying. My wife is in the other room, not happy that I'm using this in the house right now. So let's be gentle. Not for the faint hearted. The man has a normal blowtorch so this is actually this is actually the Dave Arnold of Cooking Issues fame recommended blowtorch for culinary use. Uh, if you're a Searsall person, the Searsall connects to this. Uh, and so uh, yeah, this is uh, running on a propane cylinder right now. So I'm gonna crank her up here, and oh yeah, Jesus Christ! All right, got some smoke going on, and we're gonna cover that right up. And what kind of chips did you use for that one? Because uh, these oak chips come in a yes. few different, I'm going to call them flavors. This is the bourbon barrel oak flavor. Uh, so I'll right. hand that over to you. So talking again about why we made these in the glass is because the way that the fog hat works the best is it basically creates a thermal sink. Yep. Um, and so you want to smoke something that's already been pre-chilled. So I wanted that glass to get chilled. Now we could have made this in a mixing glass and then poured it into a chilled cocktail glass, but that's a little bit difficult to execute when you're live streaming. So um, that's why we did this. Now, one thing that I'm learning is that the Burns-O-Matic kind of blows, <laughs> it blows a lot of those wood chips out there. So maybe go for um, indirect contact, maybe just graze it across the top of the chips when you're doing it, Ethan. You wanna leave the fog hat on top of your cocktail for a little, like for maybe a, a minute or two, like I've been doing here. And you can sort of see, uh, I don't know here, I'm, well, Ethan, when you make yours, you can, you can show camera too. And oh, yeah. yeah, why don't you fire that up just to test. Yeah, it, it, it sounds like a hot air balloon, doesn't it? You also have to do two tests. You can't just do the single. No. You gotta go, oh, I'm not gonna do it again. Yeah, absolutely. The uh, smoke I, just kind of hangs on the surface of the cocktail, which mm -hmm. is what's kind of cool here. 
There are other ways you can smoke liquids. Uh, one would be using those, uh, well, the ones that have an air gun at attached to them. Yeah. This is more fun for single use. I would keep. Oh I, yeah, I, yeah, yeah, that bowl's still good. Yeah, um, this is this is base. Yeah, this is basically. Go ahead and like add a little a, bit on top for yourself. Like a you know a, we'll call it a dorm a, like an artisanal dorm room gravity bong for your cocktails. <laughs> basically, now I actually I was I had a, a little uh, text back and forth with a uh, friend of the podcast, former guest Dan Marlowe, who's uh, a bartender here in the DC area, and. He loves making clear ice. He loves smoking cocktails. He does that. He does it a lot. And one of the things, hold on before you, before you light that thing up. Uh, one of the things that he says about this sort of contraption is that it's less effective than smoking cocktails under what would be called a cloche, which is that big yep. bowl that you glass bowl effect, effectively. Now are cloches cool. Yes. Are they theatrical? Yes. Do they add to the experience? Yes. But they're also expensive. They take up a lot of room. And if I'm just making a cocktail for myself or myself and one other person, I don't need all that bullshit. Like it's, it's a little bit too, it's like, it's too much for me in the home home space. And so I was able to see a demo of, of the fog hat and it was, I was really happy with how it worked, of course, using a much gentler torch than this one. Um, but here, um, why don't you, uh, let me get the hat. Yeah. Get that, get that. I'll put, I'll put you on camera too. So all right. And you show the people at home. Oh. Yeah. Oh, oh I, yeah. I apologize for the amount oh, of put the, put the cap on it. Yeah. yeah. Let me get it burning. All right. All right. And you should see it fog up. You can see that the fog hat is still permeating smoke out through those little holes. Yep. And it forms a pretty decent seal over the top. I would say do this under your stove hood if you're going to do it at home. Or, um, as we've done, <laughs> um, put something, put a bag over your smoke detector because, yeah. I mean, very fragrant. Yeah, it is. It's um, And so I'm going to take a little sip of mine since I've got it here. And that's, it's delightful. Nice and tangy from the cranberry orange. You get the cranberry. You do get the orange as well. So this is my first time tasting this. Uh, obviously, Pratt Standard just does amazing work, so I wasn't concerned about it. But you get definite cranberry, definite orange. And I do like this with a lighter bourbon. Now, I'm a weeded bourbon guy anyway. It's my preference. Larceny, what we're drinking right now, is a weeded bourbon. Um, but I think when you're adding smoke to something, you know, it's kind of the wine pairing thing. Either go with something smoky and crank it to 11 or go with something light like this and then add that little bit of depth to it. And that's kind of how I think of smoking things. Uh, I'm super happy that we have the fog hats. Now we do have a very limited number of these because they're flying off the shelves for obvious reasons. Our distributor is currently sold out. We got like the last ones that they had in inventory. So we're just sort of piloting this. Uh, so if you're into smoking things, then please do give it a try. Uh, with, with a, a torch that is not blowing all the wood chips out, like my uh, mini welding device here, uh, I'm, I'm pretty confident because I've, you know, it, it, I've, I've seen it done live in person and it just it gives a lovely smoke profile. And you can just kind of let it hang there in the glass. Even once you take that, um, the fog hat off, there's still that thermo, that thermal climate, that, that thermal sink in there. So the, the, the smoke will actually just hang right above your drink. So that is sort of our start to finish uh, cranberry old fashioned with smoke. Yeah. Tasty, tasty. 
So start to finish cranberry uh, orange old fashioned with a bunch of different things that we either recommend as gifts or that we are currently carrying on modernbarcart.com. So what I want to turn our attention to right now is a couple of these beautiful mixing glasses we have. This is actually the place where I've been able to make a couple of different kind of like really nice different price point upgrades. So we've got right here, the one that's closest to you, if you want to hold that up to camera two, that is the Libby. I want to say that it's, it's the, I want to say it's the Libby carrot. It's something pertaining to the gem like quality of the, um, the pattern on the outside. I think it's the carrots collection or something like that. Carrot is in, you know, carrot gold or carrot diamond, not carrot to vegetable. It's got a nice, um, you know, it's got a nice heft to it, which is good. Yeah. It will, it will chill down a cocktail well. It's not overly heavy, though. There are some that are, you know, a good half inch thick on the glass walls. I like that. I have one of a similar volume. You can make a batch of cocktails for a group of people, like a small martini pitcher almost. Yep. Um, it is beaker shaped, which is sort of classic. And the thing that I noticed about this, even though we weren't uh, mixing in the mixing pint today, is that it has smooth? It has a perfectly smooth inside, which mm-hmm. doesn't. Which sounds like I'm just looking for qualities to you know talk about this for airtime purposes. When you're trying to get that stirring motion, it doesn't catch your ice. It allows the ice to rotate. It allows you to get the dilution and chilling that you're trying to get. And I'm guessing if you're following a live stream from Modern Bar Cart, you probably have thought about all those things when mixing a drink at some point. Yeah, that's fair. I, I like it. That's definitely under $30. I think I I don't have the price points in front of me right now, but both of these are very right. affordable. To modernbarcart.com. Oh, thank you, sir. Switch thank the you. camera back to yourself for a minute while okay. I tell everyone the prices. Okay. Uh, and then the other mixing beaker that we have here is the uh, this beautiful footed striated, also, I believe, from Libby. This is the Flashbacks series. And this thing looks like it's like straight out of a 1920s sort of Gatsby-esque kind of setup. It is, it's very pretty. And it is, I, I mean, I've, I've already mixed with it a few times at, at home. And a footed mixing glass is just a, a slightly different experience. I don't know what it is about a footed mixing glass, but I really love mixing with them because they, for, it's one of those sort of gifty things, sort of like engraving a, um, a bottle. It just feels a little bit more special. I don't know, like, and, and I guess that's sort of one of my like big takeaways or recommendations for get holiday gift giving in the spirits and cocktail space anyway if there's ever a time of year to make it feel special, it's this time of year. So the little flourishes and the slight places where you can get like good bang for your buck in terms of going for a slightly higher quality, you want to do that this time of year. So that's why we're so stoked to uh, have onboarded these. Uh, And Ethan, there's also another, there's another glass that we don't have here right in front of us, but it's a type of glass that you enjoy using uh, named after two people, Oh, yeah. Well, for starters, I just want to give everyone the yeah. full run on this. So we have we have mixing glasses running between $16.99 for our lower end, but perfectly serviceable when you're uh, trying to build out a whole bar kit. I just shipped two out today. All the way up to $27.49 for this guy, this footed guy. Oh, really? I thought that was like $29. No, Matt, you might want to up the price if we... Uh, uh, but this uh, this carrot one, which honestly is my favorite of these. Um, yeah. I, I don't care for the footeds, but I get the appeal. Mm-hmm. Um, I like the practicality of that one. That's $24.99. Yeah. Um, 
Now, something we are talking about but not drinking out of right now, it's called a Nick and Nora glass. Mm -hmm. It's somewhere between like a champagne flute and a champagne coupe. It's shorter. It's narrower. It's not that wide coupe. It's a a really great glass for a martini. I, I like it for the ones that you're trying to keep chilled minimize the surface the surface to air contact yeah and if you chill the glass in particular then they frost out really nice yeah so the nick and nora glass another way to think of it like they they were also just simply referred to as cocktail glasses um back when they were in vogue for the first time nick and nora so i did the research i think it was uh I think Audrey Saunders of uh, from the famous New York bar owner and uh, mixologist uh, named this after two characters from a book series called The Thin Man series or book or TV series. And it's sort of like that film noir type thing where they do they drink a lot of booze and, you know, it's black and white. It's sort of like classic New York. And apparently there are a couple of characters in this called Nick and Nora, and they would always be seen drinking out of glasses like these. So mm. the Nick and Nora title, actually, I think it originated in like 2005 or 2009 or something. Oh, wow. Uh, so yeah, they're not like Nick and Nora uh, as far as the research I've done, but I love the size and shape of the glass. So of course, um, you know, we'll have uh, pictures of those up on the show notes page for this episode. And uh, they're just listed right alongside all of our other coupe glasses. Uh, which I will also make a plug for. We have these at ridiculously good prices, especially if you buy a set yeah. and make shipping easier for us because really what you're paying more for if you buy individuals or pair or non-set quantities is the amount of packaging that we have to put in for those to arrive to you unbroken because they're miserable to ship. But but on the coupe glass front, we have the regular coupes and then we have for like maybe 50 cents or a dollar more a piece, the silver and gold gilded Coupe glasses, oh, yeah. uh, those are just really those are just nice. really fun to, yeah. So you're 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 paying a couple bucks more, but what you're getting is something with, like it it actually does look like you're drinking at a nice bar. Yeah. It, I mean, all of them do, but the the ones with that little gilding around the rim, it's uh, is a it's a good look, and I would endorse buying sets of glasses, buying more of them because we'd rather you break them than we do. Um, I tend to just pick up. If I, if I think I need four whiskey glasses, I'll buy eight because the worst thing, no, the worst thing in the world is to buy four and then break one. And now you've got a set of three of something. I just had somebody from Mississippi today buy 11 of these Acopa Gardenia rocks glasses that we're currently drinking out of right now. So for what it's worth, somebody decided that 11 was the magic number, <laughs> but uh, hey, they're, they're on their way and uh, they should arrive uh, in, in good shape. So, um, yeah, so in, in terms of glassware, I think that's one of the best things we've been able to do this year is source glassware. Now, it has not been easy. Like I said, I feel like I've aged several years in the past week. Uh, but, yeah, it's something that I, I'm super proud of on the site in terms of, like, the options that we have available. So please do uh, think of us for your your glassware needs. And do, anything else to talk about in the glassware, the tools, hardware? What else do well, we have? got? We've got tasting journals, we've got gift sets, and yeah. we've got uh, something else made of oak. Yeah, let's talk. Uh, well, what do you do out of glass? You taste Adam. So let's let's do a quick plug for the tasting journal here. So we have the essential tasting journal for spirits and cocktails, 
And uh, this is something that we launched uh, about a year and a half, two years ago. And um, it's, it's designed to basically help people who are just starting their journeys as home bartenders or as spirits enthusiasts um, learn how to conduct structured tastings. Now, that's something I've been able to learn on the job as I've done things like judge for the American Distilling Institute and, um, you know, working in a more consulting type capacity with other distillers and, and bartenders. But it's something that most people just don't get taught. You know, you get taught, well, here's some whiskey, enjoy. Um, but this journal, um, it's about, I think about $18 and, and it's fully, fully readable and writable. So it comes with a, a front section, about 30 or 40 pages of instruction written by me, um, where I kind of break down how flavor and aroma work, uh, in the senses and then in the brain. So there's a little bit of neuroscience in there. Actually, Ethan, you found the flavor wheel. Why don't you hold that flavor wheel up to camera two so that folks can check that out. So we actually designed this custom flavor wheel and this is there to help people kind of go from a general tasting note like fruity to maybe a more specific tasting note like tropical fruit and then to a very specific tasting note like pineapple or mango. And all you do is you literally just kind of follow the trail from the inside of the circle to the outside of the circle where the notes get more granular. And it's, it's a great tool to have. So we, we really tried to bake in a lot of kind of usefulness in this book and it has sections for different spirits. So like gins, whiskeys, uh, and then it also has a, a, a specific section for cocktails. So um, if you're trying to create and perfect a cocktail, you can actually take notes on that cocktail and it's set up a little bit different than the spirits tasting those pages because with cocktails you also have things like uh, service temperature, you have things like um, like like texture, and so we we put uh, we we put specific thought into how we we're going to structure those cocktail tasting pages because it is just different than a regular um, spirits tasting. So so that's that's what we wanted to do there. Uh, so anyway, essential uh, tasting journal for spirits and cocktails written by me. Um, we have a ton of these available. I had to order so many thousands of them <laughs> to get printed and they've been selling well, but when you have, when you start off with thousands and thousands, um, you know, you tend to have a pretty good inventory. So, uh, that's a great thing actually to pair with the last piece of glass where I will mention is the Glencairn glasses. Generally, if you watch one of these live streams and you see us tasting through things, you're going to see us using these Glencairn glasses, the sort of bell shaped we have those for sale too. So if you wanted to pair a couple of Glencairn glasses and a tasting journal, um, I think that would be a really solid uh, holiday gift. Yeah. And I think the other thing that you want to think about with this is if you've got a friend who's just gotten really into a specific thing, let's say your cousin is coming back from Scotland on a trip in the future when we're allowed to go to Scotland. <laughs> yeah. In hypothetical and land. And they've just become obsessed with scotch. Pick them up a tasting journal. Pick them up a couple of Glencairn glasses. Mm -hmm. And let them really study and nerd out on this stuff. Yeah, it's it a good way really to fun. support a habit that yeah. in, in a healthy way, right? Because if, if, if uh, you know, if they have to think about it hard and maybe do a little bit of writing about it, then, uh, you know, that, that'll, that'll slow you down from maybe three drinks a night to two drinks, two really thoughtful drinks. Yeah, I think in the last year what I've learned is that it's it's okay to... It's it's okay. It's uh. Well, I'm gonna borrow actually from uh, South Park, which I don't know if you're a fan. I used to be a huge fan and still uh, take it in every now and uh, now and again. But um, where Randy Marsh says, uh, 
you know, it's it's called wine tasting, and it's class. It's classy. I'm not having I'm not having one glass of wine. I'm having six. <laughs> and it's the same idea. It's it was classy yesterday when uh, when one of our friends suggested uh, suggested tasting an entire bottle of whiskey. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Look, looking at you on Instagram Live. Uh, uh, I, I mean, I used one of the Glen one of the OG Glencairn glasses from 2011 that you oh, gifted goodness. me that. Um, to go through uh, the Port Charlotte scotch. And that's mm. why I was thinking, if you've got a friend who's obsessed with a spirit, it works for all of them. Even vodka, weirdly enough. Yeah, we- weirdly enough. I Actually, vodka is my favorite spirit to like comparatively taste. I love it. That diver- or digression aside, uh, why don't you hand me a couple of those kits that we're putting together now these are these are the these are one of the big one of the big moves we've done since we decided we are really an e-commerce and drinking lifestyle company yeah this is our big boy move and again this is going to be one of those limited quantity things uh limited availability in addition to quantity because they're very labor intensive to put together in source so what we've got here is uh, this is the box that it's going to come in. Uh, Ethan, why don't you do the the open and reveal, and I'll sort of narrate here. Just be careful you don't uh, drop any glasses. Switch the camera over to me. Sure. All right. All right. So what we got here is that the art of the martini in Manhattan. It is. It's an orange bitters, two coupe glasses, a measuring jigger, an excellent strainer. And that's it. And a bunch of packing material and a card. And yeah, so it comes with the uh, Art of the Martini Manhattan kind of recipe card. And it's got everything that you need to make a set of martini slash Manhattans. All you just need to do is add, excuse me, add the booze. So um, yeah, we made these really nice um, recipe cards and and uh, the glassware is is on the smaller side, admittedly, because, you know, you, the, it's, it's one of those things that tends to add up really quickly in terms of the size of the box. So we wanted to keep this, you know, kind of small, kind of efficient. But also uh, martinis, I think, are one of the drinks that is victim to the yeah. way too large glass pushing you to make a drink that is way too large. So what, I, what I'll call these glasses, I will call these... Petworth Citizen glasses, because these are the types of glasses that we would have been served drinks at back in the day at the Petworth Citizen when they were doing like their amazing, um, their amazing sort of classic cocktail program. You can just leave that open and stick it behind you, all right. so that we don't uh, we don't it's mess a gift with. Guide. We're supposed to have it all in the shop by the end of this. Yeah, it will. Well. Yeah, in a perfect world. Uh, and then, so also, uh, just quickly open the other one that we have here. This one um, is the art of the old fashioned, just so that we can show people. And instead of the uh, instead of the orange bitters, we have the aromatic bitters. And instead of the strainer, we have a really nice muddler. So, um, like you just saw us do, you can make these right in the glass, and you have everything that you need minus uh, the liquid ingredients to make your old fashioned right in the glass, just like we did. So uh, you could get somebody the art of the uh, old fashioned and you could maybe even throw in a bottle of the Pratt standard syrup in there. Um, And that would be a really nice gift. But yeah, so these are gonna be available if you're in the DC area, you can, we're actually doing an exclusivity with uh, shop made in DC for these kits uh, for this holiday season, just because we do have limited quantities. And um, you'll also be able to purchase them on our site. Now, if you get it at a shop made in DC, please don't ship it somewhere. 
Um, cause it's not going to come with packing materials and it's all going to break. When you receive these from us, it will be packed such that the glasses aren't going to clink up against themselves and all the other kind of hard items in there. So what yeah. I would recommend to anyone who's buying these on the e-commerce, it's going to be a little bit hard to show. I'm trying to get this in the shot. It does come with some nice crinkle paper, but the reality is when we ship this to you, it's going to look a little bit different. Yeah. Um, this is a re like what we were going for here is an unboxing experience. So what uh, Eric and I would recommend is if you really want to do it up for your loved one or friends, I hope you love your friends. So let's just say your loved one uh, that you get the gift for is open up the box yourself, take some things out and arrange them. This right. is a great experience. It's a nice little, I mean, it's the perfect size to wrap up and put under your, tree or whatever you want to put what, it on whatever you want to stack your presents on um so it's a great it's it's a great present size box i don't i didn't know that that was a thing but it really is if i was unwrapping something and it was in this shape i have no freaking idea what it was yeah it is it's a good size and it's um like the design on the outside i, I basically picked my favorite mixing glass box that I've ever seen and basically just ripped off shamelessly, shamelessly ripped off the design with our logo. Um, so it looks a little bit wallpapery, sort of right. You could actually put this under the tree or the whatever your non-denominational gifting um, apparatus is. Your Festivus pole. Festivus pole, et cetera, et cetera. You could put this wherever you want to. You, you could not even wrap it. You could just, you know, it's pretty enough as is. So uh, yeah, we've got, we've got these and then hopefully fingers crossed. The idea with this is this is going to be sort of our beta version. It's wonderful as is it's not, there's nothing beta about it, but sort of what we want to do down the line as we're able to scale, this is hopefully get it so that we can create custom inserts so that we can just ship these as is, and you'll have like an insert that holds the different glasses separate to each other. It's just, those are very difficult and expensive to design for. So we wanna make sure we get proof of concept, get a little bit of feedback first before we spend thousands and thousands of dollars, um, you know, machining, paying for dyes, and doing things that are not even remotely fun, only to find out that people didn't really want them. All right, so this is cause <laughs> complaining about his job. Now, what I would like to think about this conceptually is, we did the shopping for you and we're just asking that you pay us for the shit we put in the box. <laughs> so the way I would put these right now is this is, yes, we will get to a point where we have elite versions of these that yes. look really, really awesome. This is a good packaging on us thinking through in years and years of drinking and testing and drinking and testing. What would you need to Give someone a gift that lets them play around in the kitchen, make a little cocktail, and have a good time. So yep. just consider this. We're giving you the shopping list if you've got someone who's into spirits, into cocktails, in mind for the holidays. Yeah, yeah. I'd, I'd, I think we deserve applause for that. Um, so... The last thing I have here is sort of going back to the uh, the wood idea where we were smoking some things with these uh, fog hat smokers. What we have here, Ethan, I'll let you unbox. You're you're sort of you're, oh, you're yes. wearing green. You're my little elf right now. Oh, speaking of festive things, I was we we're talking about footed mixing glasses and festivity. I am wearing what Marshalls refers you're to. You're in the logo, bro. 
Oh, I'm in the logo, brogo. But now, yeah, you're you're all right. You could pull it in towards yourself. Ugh. There you go. Oh, there you go. I am so inflexible right now. Thanks, COVID. Um, so I'm, I've, I've got some festive, uh, what, what Marshalls refers to as mucklucks. I think that's probably offensive to somebody uh, somewhere who actually makes these things out of animal skins. But uh, they're basically festive slipper socks. So I, I did dress for the occasion, even though you can't see it. How do I do it? Wow, that is really well packed. So if you get one of these from us, this is something that I, I'm not going to guarantee because I know it's the holidays. I know it's a hard time to talk to the mic. I know it's a hard time to know what is going to come in the mail. We're trying to be the best, the best COVID people we can be. Goodness hey, gracious. you try to get this shit out of the box. <laughs> I'm really here, trying to. Here, grab it and I'll, I'll pull. No, I got it. All right. So what we're trying to get, what I'm trying to show you is a little oak barrel. Yes. Ooh, we got it. So we've got, again, a very limited number of nice uh, charred aging barrels. And the cool thing about uh, the place that we're um, sourcing these from here, I'll let Ethan show off to the camera while I'm talking a little bit. Uh, so it actually comes with a nice little stand. It's got stainless, uh, it's got steel bands on it. And the cool thing about these barrels is that this is the only company that I've come across that's actually creating these barrels from scratch for home consumers. Now, what do I mean by that? Well, most small format barrels that you see on the market are going to be created using cast offs from barrels that have already been used. So maybe they rechar it, which in and of itself is a bit suspect because at, the, at that point, like, well, what's your, what is your char level really? And how much of the previous flavor are you burning off versus how much you've already have in there? Like, I'm just not quite sure what to do with that information because like, if you're really serious about barrel aging and you, you want to start playing around with it at home in a serious way, I mean, it stands to reason to me that you'd want to mimic the things that distillers are doing. Or like, am I crazy? It lends some authenticity to it if you are playing that way. Uh, so, so there are versions, you know, you'll see, um, running around out there, uh, barrels that are varnished on the outside. That is something we will never carry. That's completely decorative. If you see anybody aging a spirit in a small format barrel that has varnish on the outside, maybe you should kindly tell them that it's not being allowed to breathe the way that Oak naturally breathes. And I'm not saying that you're ever going to, with a small format barrel, be able to replicate what can be done in a larger barrel at a true distillery rickhouse where there's you know temperature variation, expansion, contraction, all these wonderful things that result in the barrel-aged spirits that we love and place on a pedestal. But it helps to at least kind of try a little bit to get somewhere near there, somewhere in that universe. So that's what we tried to do here. We found a barrel maker that is actually doing this, you know, with, with the, with the end user in mind. And we, we will have these, um, I believe these are all one liter barrels. This or are looks these like, two, no, this is a two liter. Is a two liter. So we've got two liter barrels. Um, maybe 1.5. I'm trying to remember. No, it's, used it, to have it's these. a, it's a two. It's, it's definitely a two. I'm looking at it right now. The other thing I will mention is that these current, the current versions that we have, we may, they down the road, they may look slightly different because, uh, again, this company that we're sourcing from, um, they've been having a hard time just to, just as we have keeping things in stock because it's hard to source things during COVID. 
but uh, the barrels may look a little bit different down the line. They might not be as chunky as this uh, because these are chunky sort of on the outside. The inside will be exactly the same, the char. Um, now, what I will say about these is that they are not going to be as charred as you would find a barrel in a distillery. This is char, well, char levels go sort of like one through four. And then there's people who take crank it to 11 and have char five barrels. Is that alligator char? At that uh, point? Four is I think technically alligator char and five is like, is there a barrel left? Um, this would be somewhere around like a two char, but what you got to remember is this is a small format barrel. So a two char on a small format barrel is going to be closer to like a three or four char on a medium barrel. We'll have another barrel. episode where we go into this. It's a, it's uh, not a one-to-one. It's never going to be a one-to-one, but uh, suffice it to say that if you look inside of these barrels, if you were to get like a little scope camera and go into these barrels, it's going to be a lighter char that you, than you would see than on a large barrel, but that's intentional. And it's to, it's so that you don't put, something in there for a week and then take it out and taste it and have it be over oaked. Yeah. This is uh it's a matter of surface area. Exactly. You have a 55 gallon barrel alligator charred. There are parts of that liquid that do not touch the char every day. Mm-hmm. In this case, you've got basically a handle of whatever you're putting in there. Right. It's going to do a lot. It's, it's going to do a lot of aging really quickly. Yeah, and that's the nice thing about this. So that you could, this is a two liter uh, barrel, and I think we talked. I remember actually talking with you, like, oh, what do we get? Uh, and I think there's something to be said for being able to put a handle of something, because you're gonna stick it in a barrel. You don't want to get the nicest thing out there. That's kind of counterproductive. So you get a handle of something middle of the road at best. You put it in there, and then you can sort of taste it as it goes. And because you have a handle of it you can be pretty confident that even if you're aggressively tasting as this thing ages, you're going to have at least a 750 ml bottle left by the time it's done to your satisfaction. Uh, even if you were an aggressive, aggressive taster to be able to put on the shelf and rebottle. Well, the other reason was I was thinking through what kind of cocktails would you age? You might age sure. a Manhattan. Fair. A two to one Manhattan puts you at, well, you're going to do, You'll have a little bit left over, but you would basically do your, you know, about a 1.3 liters of your bourbon or rye and about 0.6 to 0.7 liters of your favorite sweet vermouth. Add some of our bitters Mm -hmm. and toss it in this barrel for a while. Negroni, you know, you're doing just under a bottle of each. Yeah, I was was just talking spirits, but yeah, you're you're right. Uh, And we're actually, hopefully, down the line, we will also have some sort of oak product that is specifically designed as an experience, sort of like a guided cocktail aging experience. I think cocktail aging can be done well and interestingly, and I th- I can't think of a time that I've seen it done well or interestingly. And so that's something I mean, you can certainly barrel age. Well, hey, what are you going to do? I spent all day doing, doing this and thinking about it, but... Um, you could certainly barrel age cocktails in this. Um, I think that'd be an awesome application. And especially cause then like after you barrel age, like let's say you, you were to barrel age, like a Manhattan, like you were just talking about, then stick some gin in there. And then you've got something between an old Tom gin, which is sweetened and a simple barrel age gin, which is not sweetened. Hmm. So you've got like an interesting way to kind of take that shit. Like you can, you can put a gin in there and that gin can take on that sugar and still be recognizable as a product. 
Right. Right. Like now you're just sort of working in the direction of an old Tom and that's perfectly fine. But, um, but yeah, so I, I've been thinking a lot about barrel aged cocktails and we're hopefully going to be able to once our sourcing and the pandemic and all this other stuff that we've all been putting up with for the entire year starts to give in a little bit. Hopefully we'll be able to come out with some cool products and experiences for you down the road with that. But for now, um, we really want your feedback, especially on the cocktail smokers, especially on the barrels, and certainly on these different types of glasswares that we've been having. Um, tell us what you like, tell us what there's not enough of, and tell us what you want more of, like that you really like that we have and that you just, uh, just pull out all the stops, get all that stuff. Cause hopefully after the holidays, we'll have a, a nice little chunk of cash and we'll be able to actually bring some stuff on. Like I was saying, we're going to be doing some flasks and you as our listeners and consumers get to sort of have a voice in that too. So, uh, we do hope that you'll, you'll get in touch with us. Um, info at podcast at modernbarcart.com are both good emails and we get a bunch of emails every week and and we are always happy to to get more emails and get more voices in there so yeah i mean ethan what else what do you have to say to wrap up this this holiday gift guide any any other thoughts any anything that we're we're missing here that we forgot i uh i prefer unaged uh spirits if anyone is in the shopping mood no, um, what I think is a great idea is like the reason why I'm going to just keep going back. The reason why we're doing this today, the reason why we tried to put together gift boxes is we have been gifting and being and have been gifted so much of this stuff. We want you to have the confidence that you can give a good gift here. Any of these things would make a worthy gift for different levels of mixologist. But at the end of the day, just you know, put the right thought into it and consider... Consider the actual use case for that product when you're giving it to the person. You're going to have a good time. They're going to have a good time, and they'll know that you put thought into it. We only have, we've only put thought into everything that's on this site. Yeah, and the other thing I should mention too, like I was just saying, like shoot us an email, uh, tell us what you want. Uh, if you have somebody that you're trying to gift for, and you're like, well, I know they like this, but I don't know what goes with this. Well, we'll tell you. Yeah. Like, and we're not going to jerk you around. Like, I'm at us. Yeah. We're, we uh, like, we don't upsell. Like, that's the other thing. Like, I think you and I actually have bonded over, we've ended up spending more of our money at places where, at liquor stores where we get people who do not upsell us. And like, you and I have had like a number of experiences on this, on this front where like we've gone in somewhere, we've been looking at a bottle at like, 40 or $50 and someone's like, no, 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 you want this. This is less expensive and better. And you're then, talking about someone and we're, he's a recurring character in our drinking journey. I cause knows his name. It's escaping me, but I call him suggestion, man. It's, it's Richard Schneider's. If you go to Schneider's of Capitol Hill and you're in the spirits section or the liqueur section, Richard is probably going to pop his head around the corner and say, Hey, how's it going? Can I help you find anything? And he'll say, no, you don't want that. And then he'll point you <laughs> almost always to something a little bit less expensive that he personally can tell you is better. And I got to tell you, when I was making $35,000 a year and living in a basement apartment in DC, and I was picking up a handle of what I thought was going to be a step up in my whiskey, and Richard came around and said, ah, oh, you don't want to buy that. That man saved me from so many regrettable purchasing decisions mm -hmm. at a time when I could not afford to make those mistakes. God bless you, Richard. God bless every Richard in every liquor store 
who has good advice. <laughs> yeah, uh, I think that, and I, so I guess in the end, we try to embody that ethos. It's, it's funny how like you just meet random people over the course of your life or, you know, whether it's your personal or professional life for, for me, my personal drinking life is sort of connected in a weird way to my professional situation such that it is, but yeah, his ethos that like, we don't upsell type thing is cause I know that if I don't upsell you, you'll be happy and you'll come back and maybe you'll tell your friends about us. And that's all we do here. It's not magic. It's not that complicated. Um, it is complicated during a pandemic, but we figured out some ways to do it. So Ethan Hall, thank you for joining me. Um, for everybody out there watching the uh, Instagram live stream, we're sorry that you had to uh, tilt your phones horizontally. but I And think we're it, sorry about whatever you can even hear all the way over there. No, I think they can hear. I think it's pretty good. The mic's good. pretty good? Yeah, I think I, th I have a pixel. Uh, uh, add yeah. us about that as well. Yeah. I see your little comments there. Yeah, you, yeah. Uh, for folks who are commenting on IG Live, we're really sorry, but uh, once we end this stream, we're not going to be able to get back to you. So uh, for folks in the future, I do recommend checking this out on Facebook Live or YouTube Live. I think we're going to try and do LinkedIn Live because, you know, just to spam people and, and catch them off guard a little bit. Oh, God, um, you're going to just kill my non-booze career. And we are also on Twitch, baby. So uh, for anybody out there watching video games, maybe you should just watch a couple of guys drink and talk about it. Uh, so my name's Eric Koslick, uh, joined by Ethan Hall for this gift guide. Thanks to everybody for listening and you can always find these products and so many more over at modernbarcart.com. And uh, why don't we do a quick little, quick little, uh, just tiny little cheers to the holidays here as we as we take ourselves out. If we must. There you go. I'll let you pour All yourself right. so that I don't. Yeah, your uh, your little... tiny little cheers is a little bit bigger than my tiny little cheers. But that's okay. Yeah, I've heard I gotta I've get... heard that before. I gotta get home. That's what she said. <laughs> I've been waiting the whole episode to use that. We have a soundboard. a soundboard. Ugh. All right. Cheers to your holidays, buddy. Cheers, bud. And cheers to all of you out there. And we will see you later. Peace. Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, there's two big things you can do for us here at Modern Barkhart. One would be to tell your friends and family if you think they'd enjoy listening to us talk about cocktails. And if they don't download podcasts, they can always stream our episodes on their desktop directly from the show notes page at modernbarkhart.com. The other thing you can do to help would be to head on over to iTunes or wherever you download your podcasts and leave us a review. Five stars are great, but we're more interested in your feedback. And the beauty is, the more reviews we have, the easier it will be for other folks out there to learn about our show. We're trying to start a cocktail revolution here, and by spreading the word, you're helping us fight the good fight. You can always reach us by emailing podcast at modernbarcart.com if you're looking for cocktail or bartending advice, or if you're a pro who would like to pull up a mic and be interviewed for all to hear. Also, definitely follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Modern Barcart for cocktail porn, recipes, and entertaining tips. And keep an eye out for new product releases and special offers, which are happening all the time. We love our listeners and we really enjoy giving you exclusive discounts and sneak peeks at our latest and greatest cocktail projects. 
This episode may be over, but for you, the mixological fun and adventures are just beginning. So remember, folks, drink responsibly and experiment boldly. This episode is made possible with editing and sound design by Samantha Reed, boozy advent calendar and holiday gifting advice courtesy of Ethan Hall, and a little bit of over-the-top blowtorch magic by yours truly. This has been a Modern Bar Cart production, copyright 2020.